we're back. Thank you guys for listening to episode seven of the Overachievers podcast. I'm your host, Martin Amini. I'm here with my guest co-host today because DJ Bo has a gig because he's got to pay Sprint bill. So I got my homie, Phil Lewis. What's going on? Yes. Yeah, man. Phil and I, for those who, you know, this is the introduction to Phil to the podcast, but he's actually an int- plays an integral role in the Overachievers family. Uh, he handles the social media. He's the ghost social media expert slash guru. He's the guy who is the strategist behind all the amazing posts. And our guest today is a special guest. He flew in from L.A. yesterday. I picked him up from Dulles Airport, 3 in the afternoon. He had a hot-ass flight, but he said, fuck it. I'm still coming. He was supposed to come a few months ago, but he had to cancel because he had a movie and shit. And we were like, all right, what am I going to say? I got a fucking movie, <laughs> right? Man. That shit is that's amazing. Movie. I was like, that's I was actually, I was like, that's amazing, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't come yeah, to DC either. Yeah. I was like, yo, yo, I was like, yo, you do that movie, dog. I get it. I get it. If I had a movie, I'd say fuck that show in DC too. But he ended up rescheduling, and we got him on the season finale. Sold that bitch out. Banger. Yeah, man. You might recognize him from MTV TRL. You might recognize him from Nick Cannon Wildin' Out. You know. And he's here in the building, man. Give it up for the one and only Matt Reif. Yeah. That was yeah. the longest introduction I ever. know. Standing ovation. Everybody yeah. in here. This place is jammed empty. It is. It is. Late, this is late <laughs> night. This is like late night Friday episode nights. recording. Dedication. Me be like, yo, Matt, let's do this fucking episode. He's like, all right. We're here, man. Yeah, man. He had a, he, it was either here or hanging out with the bottle service girl. <laughs> and he was like, man... No, not a chance, <laughs> not a chance, man. Absolutely not. I'm in D.C. I've got a million other things to do to be hanging out with some random girl. Yeah, dog. I mean, you've been here for 24 hours now. Dude, what I love it here. I, it pretty, I, this might yeah. be my favorite city. Really? I, I love it here, What man. is it about D.C. that makes it your it's favorite? Just, that's a strong That's a strong statement. Um, it's, it's the perfect amount of city meets, like, nature. Like, there's a lot of parks and stuff around here, which I really, really enjoy. Right. Uh, I, and, I, and I love history, man. Like a Word. big history buff. So all the museums around here, that's like. Yeah, your Instagram story has been going hamon. Dude, I did 64 stories today yeah. on my Instagram, which is <laughs> that's like. I, a lot. I was going through the day being like, they've got to have a cutoff. And it's like, how many seasons is my is my Instagram <laughs> yeah. story right now? It's like the House of Cards of IG story. Minus I, like. I get it, files. though, man. You're getting it in while you're in town. You fly out Sunday. Sunday morning. You yeah. flew in Thursday. It's yeah. tonight. Is we're recording this Friday night, Friday one a.m. Yeah, man. We yeah. just did. Uh, we just did some spots. Uh, Matt popped into Big Hunt. Uh, did a late night spot. Uh, I was. Uh, I was on the DC Improv. I'm opening for Andrew Schultz. And shout out to everyone that's listening from the Andrew Schultz show. I've been passing out business cards this whole weekend. So hopefully, there's like 20 people. Hopefully, <laughs> from these shows. Because I, you the know, hustle, other, man. Otherwise, these business too. cards are going to waste. Yeah, no, they're crispy, pissed. though. They're crispy. Yeah, man. Thanks, they're dog. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, the show's been... Andrew Schultz is a beast, man. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy, man, about th- this whole week, the way it's been going. Because, um, like I said, like I've been, I've done shows where, like, this shit don't work out. <laughs> Flights get fucked up. First off, man, let's backtrack to, like, two months ago. You are supposed to come out for the March show, I think? Yeah. No, April. And, April. And, like, to even backtrack even more... First off, Doc, I never even met Matt prior to yesterday. So you gotta understand, like we're we're like communicating off of a mutual friend, 
Sarah Mello. Shout out to Sarah. Mello comedic. In you LA. know, Mello comedic, and uh, yeah, the boss, LA boss lady, and um, she was like, "Yo, my friend Matt, he reached out. He wants. To, he's interested in doing the Overachiever show. What's up?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's. You know, uh, I checked out your YouTube stuff. I was oh, like, that's right. not good. I don't have anything. And I was like, <laughs> and I'll be, I'll keep it 100, man. I was watching. I was like, "Yo, I don't think your clips do you justice, dog. Absolutely not. No, I, I don't. I don't upload anything to YouTube like at all." Yeah. I, I have one clip that, like, the Laugh Factory uploaded, mm-hmm. and then one thing I uploaded, like, three years ago or something yeah. like that. I just, I stopped because I'm I'm just so not in the YouTube world. Word. And uh, I had, like, a comedian a long time ago uh, steal a joke of mine okay. and, like, do it, like, on Comedy Central. And I was oh, like, word. Yeah, so I was Fuck. like, um, it's just not worth it to me. And I'm already yeah. not in that world. Does that so happen like, a lot in LA? Does, do people steal a lot in LA? Oh, dude, all over the world. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you know how many headliners tour the country? See... Like a local host do a bit that kills, and like that headliner will take that joke on the road because it's like, who are you gonna believe? Yeah, the joke is, you know, that somebody famous you already know and trust, or nah, some local comic. I know, new, yeah, I know uh, uh, quite a handful of comics in LA that have gone on to do some shit on their specials. That it's like, I but like, I feel like everyone outside of LA doesn't really know to what extent this mm-hmm. shit happens. That's why I try to tell people, man, it's like, hey, man, don't go to LA unless you have to because. They be stealing. Vultures, they steal, Vultures. They steal everything. Vultures, yeah, dog. This shit is so. Yeah, and then so Matt, uh, I met Matt through Sarah, and um, we decided, to, you know, we worked out a deal, and um, and then he was scheduled to do the show. I think in March, and then he April. got April, mm-hmm. and uh, we announced it. We dropped a flyer, and yo, yo, Matt was telling yo, a lot of people cop tickets to see Matt. They were so excited, and I think like. Three days before the show, mm. I think you got booked for something. What did you get booked for? I was doing this uh, this 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 horror film that's gonna be coming out this fall, and uh, I, I was supposed to have that entire man. Like, you Wednesday dished the overtures for a horror film, dog. Hey, man, everybody's got stuff. Ryan Reynolds did Amityville Horror. All right, yeah, this should better be some Get Out level. It's it's uh, it's not. I can't <laughs> lie. I absolutely can't, man. It's like, is it like what straight to VHS? Type? It's it's like straight to. Uh, it's, it's going to stay on the camera, probably. Like, I don't think they're, oh, they're going to edit the shit. Did you at least really. get paid oh, for this joint? I got paid. I got okay. paid. It's Was like, it a it's nice, like, like, a, uh, like, you know, worth being there? Uh, financially? Yeah. No. no. Uh, but it was, like, my first lead thing in a, in oh, a, feature, in a feature film. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you were I was lead. Like, yeah, so it was, it was, I was taking it more for the experience and the opportunity. Like, you're trying to you like build your reel up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It seems like you take a lot of, like, experiences, and, like, you're really, like, ready to go out there and just try a lot of different things. Yeah, man, I just want to expand, like, as as a human being as much as possible. You know, that sounds extremely hippie, but, like... Nah, dog, I, get, I mean, look, you, you... On the second round, you got the flight, because the first time... I like was t- taking care of like the flights and all like booking hotel mm-hmm. shit, which I never I've never really done that for another comic. But I was just trying to make the shit like just work out, uh, and the shit happened where it, it didn't work out. Scheduling didn't work out, and I'm not going front. That's like man, I ne- I never want to do this again. Like I never <laughs> want to go through. So the second round, you ended up like handling all the flight stuff and like yeah, doing that's all the that least stuff. I could do. I felt so bad for having to cancel that. Cause not only for the show, but like because right. I love DC and I was yeah. excited just to come stay the weekend. Yeah, so man, I was, I was furious about that. And uh, and yeah, like you handled the flight, hotel, all that stuff, and uh, you 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 ma- you took the initiative to come out. And uh, yeah, dog, I was like, I was telling you, I was like, yo, most comics don't have that, you know, that uh, the will to even make that shit happen. And you're young as fuck, dog. You're what, twenty? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I remember twenty-two. 
Yeah, bro, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't really making moves like that. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah, man. But now, you know, so we made the shit happen. People, people drove from West Virginia. Somebody came from like, they said upstate. So like, what what would be upstate from here? Like Maryland. Is that north? I think PA. I think Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. They said it was like three hours, and then somebody drove two hours from West Virginia. I was like, oh my god, I wouldn't drive three hours to see like. My dying grandma. Yeah. Like, I, like, I'll, I'll, I'll FaceTime you. Does that like, shit freak you out that people like are driving this three hours to see you off just off the strength of like your in, like just seeing you on Instagram? Um, like not what? really. It's like it's super flattering. I mean, they yeah. know me as a comedian from like MTV and stuff like that, yeah. and just from my social media, I'm always posting about my shows. But I don't post a lot of clips, so I mean, they're kind of just yeah. They're basically basing my sense of humor off of what I like say online. And like the, the shit I've done on MTV, which yeah. is tamed back, e- and 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 social media is so it's like it's it's really cool to see someone just find something about you that they just yeah. like, attach to and hang on to yeah. in a, a, a non murdery kind of way, <laughs> and they're just like excited to see you, and they'll go to those kind of lengths to be like, yeah. if you think about it, that person was in West Virginia, right? Told their friend, hey, my uh, right. this guy I really really enjoy is performing in DC, two hours away. Yeah. Will you please go with me? They got ready that night. They got dressed. They probably ate dinner before they drove. Like that's crazy. It is crazy, but it's fucking awesome. A lot of dedication, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of commitment. How do you, how do you like, kind of just deal with that, like fame, like because you're, you're young, twenty two, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like I'm, I don't know how L A is. I've actually never been to L A, but like you know, being in L A, like do people like stop you in the street? Like how, how does that? Uh, I get recognized mm. relatively often. Okay. I mean, I'm like a t-list celebrity so i mean it's like it's so rare uh but but it happens more than like just an an average person by far i mean uh actually in la as big a city as it is i'll get recognized from like local comedy shows quite often like oh i saw you at the laugh factory or wherever which is really cool is that your home club yeah the laugh factory in hollywood has been uh super yeah what's a typical like lineup at the at the laugh factory oh man who works the laugh like laugh factory's on sunset Mm -hmm. uh sunset and Crescent Heights or something La, La, like that. La Cienega or something like that. Crescent Crescent Heights. Yeah, yeah. Crescent Heights. I used to hang out there a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I mean it's 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 because right now the Comedy Store is popping. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. A lot of people know that Comedy Store is like another comedy club in LA that's like Bill Burr, Mark Maron, yeah, Joe Rogan, like every like it's yeah. like the lineups are crazy. Laugh Factory is like the other club mm-hmm. that's like, I think uh, the lineups are what are the lineups like over there? Uh, a, a great. Average lineup there would be like Eric Griffin, Theo Vaughn, Andrew Santino. So uh, you're on lineups with these guys. Yeah, yeah, and they're, like, they're all homies too. Like they're yeah. all great guys as, as well as great comedians. So it's, it's awesome to just go there and do sets with your friends, and you know you're giving each other uh, touch ups on jokes and stuff. It's, yeah, it's it, awesome. w- is there ever like an uh, uncomfortable like energy, like you being the young guy, or they're like? No, I get that at the comedy store Word. a little bit. It's okay. it's a little bit more like. I don't know, aggressive and awkward. Yeah. Uh, the Laugh Factory, no, because I've been going there since I was like, since I moved to LA at 17. Like, I, I used to go there and just like hang out for like a solid year and a half, just like hanging around and being yeah. around the comics and stuff like that. And paying your dues. Like, kind of paying your dues. Exactly, like, paying your like, dues. Yeah. Hanging out is a part of it. Just yeah. Like, like, just you know, five days a week, I would just go and sit at the comedy club. So for, so for me, I'm just trying to understand. So, because you're from Ohio, Midwest, mm-hmm. Midwest gang. Yeah. You know, so. You moved to LA when you were seventeen, so where? Yeah. So, because you started your career when you were fifteen, mm-hmm. right? So, like, where? So, fifteen, 
to 17 LA. Years so old, like, yeah, what, what? Getting into stand Yeah, I need you to kind of like oh, explain man, how, that. How much like, time we got? Uh, <laughs> that just sounds so crazy. No, nah, because it's a, it's a unique. At, like yeah. the only person I could think of that's like done that is Chappelle started when he was 14 mm-hmm. here in DC. Yeah, Ralphie started at 14. Ralphie May, mm-hmm. and he spent some time in DC too. I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so. He like did uh, a little like a, a small amount of time in. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it all happened kind of fast. Like I, I started at like 15, 15 and a half. And I was doing it for like maybe five months, four months, five months. And I was talking to DL Hughley on Twitter. Pause. Time out. F- 15. Yeah. You're talking to DL Hughley on Twitter? Is yeah. That Just that, casually. This, this yeah, the yeah, what you, what you eating, DL? <laughs> I'm having Twinkies. What it about you? Before Twitter was like so big. At this time, oh, like, true, like true. Ashton Kutcher had like the most Twitter followers. Remember yeah. that? Uh, you could talk. You could talk. You could talk to people. Join Twitter because you could talk to celebrities, you know, for the most part. Yeah. So I was talking to him because I knew him from Soul Plane. Didn't even recognize him from like Kings of Comedy. Hilarious. Like, so, like, hey, remember that time you was in the bathroom? It, like, <laughs> young Matt just. It, talk. It, at one point, it literally took him going, "Hey man, stop bringing up Soul Plane." Uh, um, we were we were talking, and he I was, like how he just responds, yeah. "Hey man, listen, he for real did." I'm with my family. Yeah. Stop. stop that wasn't tweeting. my best. That wasn't my best work. Please. <laughs> he he Great. came to the uh, <clears throat> to the Columbus Funny Bone, which is like my home club in Ohio, where I was doing open mics all the time, and I asked, I was like, "Can I get a guest spot?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, come, come this Friday." He had like Friday. Did Sunday you tweet? Shows. So you tweeted that? Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, we were, I think we were DMing. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, elevated know, the DM status. Yeah, I'll sleep in my DMs. Not that. But um, so he was like, "Yeah, come by the Friday show," and like my grandpa and took me. Oh my and, goodness! Uh, I get there and DL was like, "Oh shit, you for real? 15? I thought you were like." <laughs> I thought you were like a 25 year old who was like uses that like to like get in or whatever. Pretending yeah, like, which is be weird. a weird thing right. to do. Uh, but I show up and I went up and I, I I had a, I mean an awful set, but like compared to like how it could have gone, like okay. And he was like, you know, it was, it was really good. Like if you want to stick around for the weekend, and allowed me to stay the entire weekend, uh, to just like do the guest spots. Wow, and stuff. the whole yeah. weekend you mm-hmm. got. Yeah. Started and from Twitter now we're here. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, what four months in? Just yeah, like five, wild. four or five months in. Damn. And. Uh, from there, this guy, uh, Gary Abdo, who used to own the Uptown Comedy cor- Corner in Atlanta, who, uh, shout out Atlanta, I love, I love Atlanta too. Me too. Uh, he used to own, like, it was like, it was like the prominent urban comedy club in Georgia. Like, Word. It, almost in the South, period. Like, ev- everyone down there is very aware of it. It's known for being, like, extremely ghetto. Word. Um, but he, he owned it, and he flew my mom and I down there and long story short he ended up uh, managing me and I ended up like staying down there the entire summer between 16 and 17 years old and uh, I was doing like 9 to 11 shows a week in front of just like the roughest ghettoest mm. crowds you could think of which was just perfect because it, it built it built your stage confidence up it was building my time it was building just, just everything yeah. I, I was making up 3 years of comedy in a summer really as far as stage time goes and from there, like other comedy clubs in the South were like were hearing about me and they were like, you know, if you want to come host at our club or something like that, just to like get your feet wet in the market and get some stage time. So that's how I was kinda like touring by the time I was like seventeen to like Alabama, the Carolinas, Tennessee. Uh, and then when I uh, I turned seventeen, I came out to LA for like a little trip just to like to see some comics I already kinda knew via social media and just to get like yeah. to see the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store, and right, improv, right, right. and I was actually able to touch the stages on all of those through like just a, a crazy turn of events, and uh, I, I loved it so much that when I came back to Ohio, I was like, 
I, I knew I wasn't going to go to college. Like, there was no pressure for my family. Nobody no in my Ohio family. State, no Buckeyes. Nah, on, man. man. If I had the grades to get in Ohio State, <laughs> <laughs> nobody in my family has ever been to college. So, like, uh, they, there was no pressure to go. Yeah. I mean, everybody in my hometown just, like, either becomes a farmer or works at, like, a Honda plant. So, yeah. I was like, so I, that's real. That's, like, a real oh, yeah. thing. Ohio? Yeah. Ohio. What, what, what's, what's, yeah. <laughs> Ohio. Okay. That's yeah, like. middle of fucking what nowhere. city? What city? It's called North Lewisburg, man. How it's many people live in that North Lewisburg? <sighs> it can't be more than like five thousand. Can't mm. be. It's outside of Columbus. Right? My, so what, my graduating class was like a hundred people. So if you don't like, what do your parents do? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, my mom delivered mail at okay. the time, and in, nor- s- in your town in North Lewisburg, and North my Lewisburg. stepdad was a car mechanic at like the local. Uh, so no one in your family comes from entertainment not a single person wow no they don't understand anything i do at all you know what what's what's really crazy is just like twitter has really just opened the door for like Mm. all sorts of people if it wasn't for twitter you wouldn't even be in this whole i really wouldn't isn't that nuts you would be talking to dl i know it was (laughs) crazy you can't really do that now, though. Like, it, you can't. It's, it's kind not, of. You kind of can, but it's but a lot like, more rare. Yeah. Because everybody has way more followers yeah, now. Yeah. It's like everyone's so on there. Mm. Um, so I went back to Ohio. I was like, I don't want to go to college. And I flew back out to LA to take the Chespi, which is basically you take a test in California to say you graduate high school, you've learned everything you need to know. Mm. Passed that, came back to Ohio, showed up my school. They're like, all right, you don't need to be here anymore. And I moved out to LA like two weeks later. Damn, that is yeah. a wild story. So what is it? What is it about LA that made you want to go? Like you, you got on stage a couple times. You're like, and you probably at that point knew that you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was already like making a little bit of money from just like okay. in high school, like just doing the road shows and stuff like that. And I was loving stand up so so much. It seemed like an out. I, I always wanted to move out of my hometown for sure. Like it, just, it never really felt like home. Yeah. And something about LA just like the click, the city. I, I love LA. If not DC, LA is my city Word. by far. I, I love it there. I, other than D.C., I also can't picture myself living anywhere else. I yeah. love it there. The comedy scene was great. Uh, the people are shallow and awful. But, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the price you pay to live yeah. in such a beautiful place. And uh, I, I just I, I loved it there. It clicked. It seemed like home immediately. And I don't regret it one bit. What would you What would you say would be your, your first big break? Like mm-hmm. that, like besides the DL thing, that seemed pretty huge. That got you on track. But then what was the, the next thing that kind of opened the door? Because, like, your Instagram is, dog, you post one selfie and you get, like, 12,000 likes. Oh. So, like, what's the jump? Like, what was the jump? You know what's funny? 12,000 is, like, a lot, but, like, it really isn't shit compared to, like, people who have, like, 3 million followers. Which is no, nuts. which is real. Well, but well, the, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep it in perspective. Of course. Yeah. In perspective. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like, nah, because, like, off the strength of your, your Instagram, people are driving. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like. How do we get to people driving three hours to see you perform who've never seen you like yeah. stand up? Which um, is like you know what I mean? Like there's levels to this shit. Absolutely. Yeah. That big break. Mm. The first big thing was probably Comic View when I was seventeen. I got Comic View probably like I don't know, maybe like five months into living in LA. Okay. And uh I just happened to be at the comedy union on Pico and uh this I, I got off I, as soon as I got off stage I had like a great set. I crushed, and this lady comes up to me. It's like, "Hey, I just missed your set, but like I could hear it from outside." Yeah. And everyone was telling me like, "This kid just crushed it." Like, I'm I'm the I'm the casting director for Comic View. We're bringing Comic View back for BET. I would love to have you like audition for it. So I did, and I got it. We filmed it in Atlanta, and it was awesome. I was like I was like the headliner on my episode. It was like three comics per episode. I got a standing ovation. 
at 17 in Atlanta at Center Stage. On BET. And on BET. It Black was amazing. Television. Black entertainment <laughs> Black television. Black entertainment television. I wore That's, a terrible, yeah. I wore a vest with a hood on it. Uh, I wore some Jeremy Scott winged Adidas. My outfit was dope as no, fuck. No, you're not a joke. You get a standing ovation on it was, BET. That's, it was crushed. Yeah. And then it never aired. Because oh. they pulled the entire program after like two episodes. Oh my god! And I god. think I was supposed to be like episode like number four or something mm. like that. And yeah, they pulled it. I never even got to see the footage, none of it. But I, I had a great time doing it. And just from that alone, people were like, "You got a standing ovation while you were, like while you were filming." They knew I was getting it at least. Mm. Um, and then that eventually led to like auditioning for what inevitably is like my biggest break was Wild and Out. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. That seems like the biggest uh, platform mm-hmm. so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The exposure from that has been like career launching. Yeah, and like even the earlier seasons, they had some like super dope. Con- like they've had like dope ass co- cast members. Do like, you think about the people who came from that? Kevin Hart, Cat yeah. Williams, D. Ray Davis, Corey Holcomb, uh, like do like champ stars. Yeah. Come from this show, like it, it was it was impeccable. Heavy hitters. Yeah, dude. So like, legends. what what uh, what season was the ones where like you were like like you're like on stage doing it and then you're looking next to you? Who were the guys like you're like I can't believe I'm on stage with this guy. Um, like, which because there were so many dope guests. And like even cast members, I got lucky with the cast members because I already knew most of them. I had done, I had already performed with like D Ray and Corey and uh, and Carlos like and Chico. Vet- like veterans. Like, yeah, like I had already D Ray. I already knew a, these guys, vet- so it was like, like it was awesome to be like kind of almost on the same level of them in, yeah. in, in, a, in a concept. But uh, it, it was really really cool, and I performed with a lot of cool guests. Uh, a big moment that was like definitely an L for me, but inevitably was kind of cool was uh, the Zendaya episode. It's on YouTube. It's I on saw, YouTube. I saw that, that shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit yeah, yeah, has yeah, yeah. that shit. Every <laughs> link I've ever seen for that video has like four million views. Like I'm pretty sure everyone has seen this fucking yeah. video. It's yeah. nuts. It was before I walk ever us through kn- the Zendaya video. Oh, oh sorry, man. please. Sorry. It was before I ever knew what a gym was. Uh, I'd never lifted a weight in my life, really. I mean, I, I like how that's the first thing you lead with, dude. I like, was. I think there's other pr- there's other issues with I, that video. Yeah, besides but the, like, if there was the ever gym, a time Zendaya definitely wasn't gonna get with me, it was right then. Like, oh, so like, in your mind, okay, so in your mind, you're like, hey, at hey, least physically, hey, but hey, in my heart, I was yeah, like, this is my shot. Yeah, shoot of, my shot. Of course. And she, I mean, she's beautiful. Of dude, yeah. And she I was like, my, she was like my crush at the time, and I and that I I heard she was coming on the show, and like the producers actually knew that I was a fan of hers, and they're like we gotta we gotta have Matt on the episode like I'm sure he'll do something ridiculous and I did we were playing this game called Talking Spit which is like in my opinion the worst game in the world because like it's the idea is Nick and the guests sit across from each other and the opposite team has to make them laugh so hard they spit out their water which is like almost impossible to do to get someone to do a spit take like you know how rare that is at least for it to be like natural and real like, yeah, it takes, plan- it takes yeah, something yeah, yeah. crazy for that to happen it's like it so rarely does it even happen on the show um, but she came and I was on Nick's team, which means I had to make her spit out her water. And I, I, nobody's really good at this game. So I was like, I'm not even going to go for anything funny. I'm just going to go for like a moment. And I go and I basically just shoot my shot yeah. just saying like, you know, let me get your number or whatever. Nothing. So like I walk up to her and I like so gracefully, you guys can't see it, but I'm like, I'm cupping the mic. I like I like gently put my my hand like on the bottom of her chin and I was like spit this water out <laughs> if I can get your number and everyone freaked the fuck out everyone freaked out like yeah. it was like the war it was like I slapped this woman on television oh. and everyone lost it Listen. I was like what did I do Listen. 
nowadays, Me Too, you'd be out of here. I know. I'm waiting for Zendaya. Please do not Me Too me. (laughs) It wasn't sexual at all. It was purely endearing. And I think you're precious. And uh, that was interesting, man. I still get hit up. Like, at least three times a week, someone will reference that video. I'm like, also... It's like four years ago. Let me live, man. So yeah, what, what dog. Was the reaction to, what was sort of the reaction afterward? From her or from the, like, the from world? Her, like the, or really oh, the everyone world. was just like, look at her turning him down. But yeah. I'm, I was also like, that was a really me spitting game. Like right. That wouldn't be my actual attempt to get her number. Yeah. It's like some people were like, did it, did it happen like <laughs> after stage? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, still no. Absolutely not. I didn't even speak to her ever again. Uh, I mean, you. As far as I'm concerned, you got a ch- you shot your shot. You know I, I mean? shot hey, my shot. Most guys can't say that they shot That's their true. shot with Zendaya. I would you know like I mean? to think she still remembers me. Oh, I definitely think uh, she remembers you. So maybe. Yeah. And you know, hopefully I'll meet her again someday and get to be like, hey, remember that time I yeah. uh, I definitely didn't do the right thing? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's, yo. That's that's definitely you probably to apologize. Gonna... I'll buy her some face wash or whatever. Laugh Factory, uh, a lot of people be coming through there. They got like mm-hmm. Justin Bieber and dude. Uh, you have no idea how badly I would enjoy performing for Justin Bieber. I've lived yet? in you LA haven't? for five years because he fucks with Chris D'Elia a lot. Oh yeah, that? he's been to the Laugh Factory probably probably like twelve times since I've lived in LA. Yeah, I have missed him every single time. Like I've been out of town, I think ten of twelve times. The other two times I was like at other shit. And, so, and like they'll text me, be like, "Hey, he's here. Get here!" Because like the whole club is like, "This is as close to someone in comedy as you can yeah. like kind of get to." Like I used to yeah. do this shit when I, was, I used to do a bunch of jokes about him when I was younger, and people used to be like, "Oh, if they could just like see if he could just see you like do jokes, maybe he'd like maybe he'd fuck with you on a certain level." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like everyone's always like trying to get me in y'all front the same, of him. Y'all but the it same just, age, yeah. It never happens. It, yeah. I'm, it's like destined to never happen. Yeah. But it's funny because I, I have actually met him a couple times just outside Word. of comedy. Um, once was in Vegas with my friend uh, King Batch, like yeah. by a YouTube star. Um, he introduced me to him in Vegas, and though it was it was it was during the time when everyone was kind of giving him shit for like how he was acting, like just kind of like being a douchebag or asshole or whatever. Mm. And he was super nice to me. Granted, I don't know if that's because if that's because he's I'm being introduced through another friend of his. That he's like, right. oh, you know, a friend of his, a friend of mine, kind of thing or what. But I I didn't get like a sense of arrogance yeah. or, at at all. When he easily could have. I'm actually surprised to hear that he even goes to like comedy clubs. Like, oh yeah, man, he'll just show up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he like pull up at, at one point. I think he was pulling up with Selena Gomez. Yeah, they point, came together a couple point. times. Yeah, yeah, and that's when he saw like Chris D'Elia, and then that's how like they got D'Elia man, on the road. One tweet about D'Elia. Yeah, he got like a hundred thousand followers. I was like, man, tweet me out one time. Yeah. <laughs> but that one tweet was saying, I think like that's my favorite comedian. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. like that's not that's, like, that's, that's, that's such a cosign. That's, 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 that's a huge cosign. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dog. I, I I would love to perform in front of him. It just it hasn't happened. Yeah, dog. And you've probably met so many people through Wildin' Out. Wildin' Out. Yeah. Like, just thinking about the platform, like who's on it, like Rick Ross, like every rapper mm-hmm. you could think of, has been on it. Has there been ever a situation where like you met like a rapper and you're like, oh man, this guy's a dick that you like really fuck with? Uh, someone that w- that I didn't like and was a dick. Uh, nobody's really been a like, dick. Outland- Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul came on the show. Okay, uh, the, the point basketball. guard. Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> would, he was just super standoffish. Like he just didn't feel like talking to yeah, me yeah, at yeah. all. Which I was like, yeah, that's not him being a dick. Maybe he just doesn't fuck with me. That's fine. It happens. <laughs> um, the Migos. I had I had a fire. <laughs> 
what I thought at the time, I don't know if it still hold up. I had a fire wild style for them, and I made the mistake of asking them, "Hey, can I say something about you guys in the wild style?" And they all in unison went, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> they all three had their sunglasses on inside, by the way. Uh, oh, they always, yeah. uh, they're like, "Turn up, turn up," and they just walk away. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're like, "Nah." I thought the shit was gonna be so funny too. I was like, "Why would I even ask?" And not just, you just gotta do go it. for it. Yeah. yeah. But you're just figuring the shit out. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just like fucking at that point, what, 20, 21? Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, was winging 20, it. I think. Yeah. It, they, I mean, they, they put on a great episode. There's been some really cool guests. Travis Scott had like one of the best performances. Uh, okay. Man, Waka Flocka was such a cool ass dude. And he came on, he had an awesome performance. His yeah. energy was crazy. And then I did a cruise ship, like, Two three months afterwards, right? Just like, it was it was a Rob Gronkowski party cruise, mm, and I was word. like I was one of the comedians on the cruise, and Waka Flocka was like one of the musical guests, and I get to like the VIP top deck area, and he just goes, Matt, Matt, and I look over as Waka Flocka, like he fuck, I was like you, you yeah, talking yeah, to me yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking remember it was the coolest Yo. shit ever. We played basketball hey. on the ship, oh, like he was dope as hell. Basketball yeah. on the ship. Nice. This is just a different world. I'm just Dude, it was amazing. He was so cool. Uh, Two Chains was cool as shit. He, uh, I ran into him like a year later in Vegas, and he yeah. remembered me. So that was like kind of cool. Damn. So Two you get to meet all year. Like he'd just be really. Just a, a cool mm-hmm. dude. Super super yeah. cool dude. He always has this little like keychain with like a tail on it that I I never really <laughs> understood because like he's not dusting shit. But like that's exactly what it would be used for. Mm. It's like his accessory of choice, I guess. It's a fun fact about two chains. Yeah, two chains. Yeah, shout out to two chains. <laughs> shout out to two chains and his tail. Mm. Yeah, I, I would imagine the vibe of like that show is it like mad competitive with the other comics? Oh yeah, dude, it's so competitive. It's like like everyone's any airtime, yeah, everyone's yeah. trying to get theirs, like mm. get their shine on. Wild style is like people are literally like grabbing the mic from you. Like everyone's, I got my joke. I got my joke, and yeah. everyone—it's very competitive, man. People steal shit on there as well, yeah, like yeah, to yeah. your face. To your face. To your face will steal your joke. Damn. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's competitive, man. Everyone wants their time to shine, and they know it's it's only limited spots. We it's like a two-hour taping, and we cut it down to twenty-three minutes. Oh yeah. Damn. But I mean, I would imagine going through all that like competitive environment with these like, you gotta you gotta like look at it, like kind of the best of the best in the business. You know what I mean? Like you're not mm-hmm. in that position by like being like meek. Like you're you're in that position for like go, going getting and like outperforming everyone around you to be in that spot. Like, yeah. I'm I'm a pretty like polite person to the mm. point where like if someone's like uh, you know can I go before you in the wild style? I'm not like yeah of course yeah of course. <laughs> go right ahead whatever you want. Like, yeah 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to be cordial rather than like nah this this is my show this is my time to shine. Like Word. no I'll, I'll get my opportunity and when I do I'll uh, I'll do my best. But there's definitely been some moments where people try to check you. And in the beginning, I was definitely more timid to it. But as I've grown, not only as a comic and entertainer, but like just as a man, I guess I can call myself now. uh, It's like now now I'm a lot more confident and stand my ground and like more confrontational. Like if someone tries to check me, like I'm going to check you right back. Right. Because, you know, I I just envision that being the the case because just me spending time in clubs. And, you know, I work, whether it's headliners or feature acts, like the green room energy, like it can get competitive. Sometimes people check you, like especially Mm -hmm. people don't know you when you're visiting another city. Like if you're in New York and L.A. and they don't know you, like people kind of check, like people, depending on who you're with, if you're not with anyone, they'll kind of like feel you out. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's moments like that. And I just like think like 
I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you, so it's like you're younger. I'm, I would imagine people would just look at you like, oh, you're the young kid, and you got success. Let me just like be, I could see like bitter people trying to come at you and like throw yeah. some shade at you. But like those people, those people don't matter. Cause right. Like, what what are those people ever gonna be to your life, really? Mm. I mean, the people who fuck with you, those are your friends. Those are the ones that are gonna push push you forward and can, can help you with opportunities, or, or whatever it may be to to further your success. Those negative people are like, okay, bye. Like, what what the fuck do I need to yeah. talk to you for? Hate me as much as you want. Like, we're not usually in the same bracket. Not just in success, but like, you're not like me. You're not yeah, like yeah, me yeah, in yeah, any yeah, way. Yeah. We have nothing in common. I get it. Do you got any mentors that like basically like took you under their wing? Oh yeah, man. Some some major ones. I'd, I'd love to shout them out on here. Actually, uh, some first being I, I have to say, uh, shout out and rest in peace to uh, Ralphie May. Ralphie May was an amazing one comic. of the first people I ever knew in comedy. Took me under his wing. Used to uh, I, I did so many so many shows with him on the road, and he used to have me uh, come open for him in Nashville around Christmas time because he knew my family wasn't gonna have like a lot of money for presents and stuff. Mm. So he would like have me come down to Nashville and I would do shows for him opening. So I'm like essentially like earning my money and he would throw me like a like a bonus or whatever a couple hundred dollars so like I, so i could like buy my family some shit how'd you meet how'd you meet ralphie <laughs> twitter word <laughs> yeah man early on that was like my, my key for so sure so you're just out here Everybody just like winging shit dude, like i used to obama I used was to, good dude i used to straight up because you would imagine if you have this much if your like success rate is like that high, like D, your mm-hmm. first like interaction with dl yeah here come do a guest spot first interaction with ralphie May. yeah come come do some shows that's exactly how it happened i asked ralph it's like if a comic that i knew was a fan of was coming to my town i definitely tweeted them asking for a guest spot and some said no and the other ones who it's so funny the ones who i started out with are the ones i'm still close with today those being uh finesse mitchell was another one i did did my second ever guest spot for finesse at the toledo funny bone and now that's like one of my top clubs i love to perform at like they've been fuck with me ever since Hmm. met him on twitter I drove in a fucking blizzard to go up oh there and do five minutes. God, I'm gonna start tweeting every comic that's come into like yeah. every the club and do D-Club. it, man. And, and this was do like, it. This was like what 2011. This would have been I was like 16, so, so like 2010, six maybe? years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah about 2011 ish. Yeah. So like we were all so mm-hmm. when we were pretty much just on there making terrible jokes. You yeah. were actually oh using Twitter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was also doing that, yeah. but but those didn't matter at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you met so you you met Ralphie through the Twitter. Ralphie, Finesse Mitchell, Eric Griffin. Dane Cook, Eric Griffin is another comic who gets slept on. Dude, a Eric lot of people. Griffin I don't think a lot of people on the East Coast know who he is because he's LA based. But I remember watching him when I used to live in LA. Beast. He's on a new. He's, he's on a show on Showtime. Uh, dying up here. I'm dying up here. He's, and he's he, dope. he just released his new uh, hour special on Showtime he's, this he's past weekend. He's funny, man. He's fucking. Funny. He is probably my number one favorite comic to watch right now. He is so so. He was funny, on Workaholics. Man. He played Montez on Workaholics. Yeah, with the mustache and the yeah. glasses, man. He 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 is fun. He is today like one of my best friends. I, t- I talk to him like every other day. I, I talk to him about like life shit. That's dope, uh, man. Advice on. We gotta everything. get him to come to DC. I think he was here not that long ago, really? actually. Yeah, at, at the improv. Uh, maybe like earlier this year or something. Maybe if not, let's let's uh, like off air. Let's talk about like bringing him for an overachiever show. I would love to have him. Absolutely, he, he's he's awesome, man. Such a, such a genuinely good person as well as like amazing. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the overachiever circle very. Sp- I'm trying to have like a certain like circle of people we work with. But Eric Griffin would be dope. He's awesome, man. So, you'd love him. So you're touring with Ra- you're okay. So Ralphie May, mm-hmm. you're touring with. Uh, You've met him through Twitter, and then he gives you a guest spot, 
and then I guess he just he, he saw your set and you're like, oh yeah, what's it was it was really cool. He was opening at a uh, he was doing a theater show in Youngstown, Ohio, which is like how many people? This was probably probably like 800 people theater. Youngstown yeah. isn't a very big town. It's it's okay. very known, but like it's not big. It's not like a city at all. Yeah. Um, he was doing a theater show up there. It was probably like a two-hour drive for me, and my mom took me up there because like she was a fan of his comedy. Yeah. She knew who he was. So and you're I, like 16 or 17 at this I'm point? I'm 16, yeah. This doing is, an 800-seater. Yeah, I was doing oh, comedy man. for like not even a I, year I, yet. Jesus. Dude, I had, <laughs> Your story's so fucking wild, dog. Because it it's, like, it's like zero to 100, like real so quick. fast. Real quick. Yeah, yeah man. Shit. Twitter. Yeah, fuck Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it. But it, anyway, go ahead. It, it, was, it was awesome. I get to the theater. He pulls up in his tour bus that he always travels in, and uh, I go up and I and I do this set for like I did like seven minutes, which was like a stretch for me at the time, <laughs> for like solid material. Cause like of course I wanted to like impress yeah, him. of course. And but I, but it was like a, it was a good set. I get off stage and uh, he goes on and performs for like two hours as he always did, and he crushes. It's so so funny, and I and he gets off stage and we're talking, and uh, he gives me a hundred dollar bill. And I was like, "Oh man, like you, you don't have to do that. Like I, I just wanted to come and like meet you and do a do a show." And he was like, "No, I, I'm doing this to you, so you pay it forward." And he told me a story. He said, uh, "His one of his first ever guests, one of his first ever shows, uh, one of his first ever paid shows was for opening for Cam. Uh, wow, Sam Kinison, not Cam. Wow, Sam Kinison when he was 15, and when Ralphie was 15. And he said, well, Ralphie like ate shit. Like it was so bad. And uh, he said Sam Kinison paid him a hundred dollars though. And he said uh, he was he was always gonna. He, Sam told him to pay it forward, so he did it for me. So eventually, I'll let some fucking weird fifteen-year-old do the same thing for me. And I'll Yo, pay him that's wild. Yeah, because they're both they're both dead. They are. <laughs> that's the thing you wanted to put in yeah, common. That, no, that is so no, funny. No, it's not only not the only reason. <laughs> You know, now wow, that's crazy because they're you know not here to do it anymore. That's wow. No, but it's like a me- it's being it's like a message being passed on, like Kennison told. Yeah, no, Kennison told told Ralphie. It seems it's, more prestigious now that they're that yeah. they're gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. I yeah. really I guess you, it came you, out. It you, came the out timing wrong. was awful. The timing was terrible. It came out wrong. My bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. It's one thirty. It's, it's late. It's late. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my god! It, he he was such a sweetheart, though, man. He every time it it seemed like every time in my life that I needed some help with something, I never asked him for shit besides that guest spot, and he always just timing wise seemed to know, and was like, "Hey, man, I would love to have you come do some shows with me here or there." Like would hit me. Like there was times there was twice in L.A. I was in my apartment, and I had like no fucking money yeah. at all. I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do your folks for my in, next and meal. Your folks in Ohio are like, hey, amen. They don't have anything to send. No, I, yeah. I send them money now. Like, Word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They never were like... Because your mom at this point is uh, was still doing the male, the male job. Yeah, and but, your like, but I have a little sister. Your stepdad's uh, like yeah. mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's they, like... They're making bare minimum. They're yeah. like, no entertainment. Like, you're telling jokes? Okay, yeah. good luck. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You, you, is it not going well? Just what are they saying? Move back? Is that what they always say? Oh like, no, they've never said that. They never said no, that, they, and because they know. But I'm saying I'd like, die. I'm saying like, as like, yeah, like, is like, if it doesn't work out, I would mm-hmm. imagine they're like, yeah, just move back, right? I mean, like, what mm-hmm. do you got to lose? You're just gonna. It's actually never come up. It never has. Not not that like my career, not like oh my career has never looked like it could go bad or anything. Like right. that. I think they just know I never would. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they know I would. Keep so there's never this. been a moment where you're like, damn, is this really for? Me? I mean, yeah. uh, oh, of course I've had that moment, but like, I've never had a moment where I'm like. 
because shit just yeah i've never had the i'm moving back to ohio popped off so fast man i've had the fuck i might have to borrow money from somebody moment, and i i've had to borrow money from eric before yeah he he loaned me money one time and i was like eric griffin eric griffin yeah i had no money to pay my rent and i was like hey man like like it's bad he was like how bad like just just one month and he was like all right, it's fine. Like, luckily, like now, like I was able to pay him back, and like yeah. I'll take him to dinner and shit. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's been really cool, but it, it happened like twice with Ralphie, where I was in my apartment, and he would just text me out of the blue because he has, he lives in he lived in Nashville and LA, so he was always back and forth, and he's just a road dog, constantly yeah. gone. Yeah. Hit me up twice, being like, "Hey, man, uh, can, can I pick you up in the convertible and take you to lunch?" And I was like, "Fuck yes, please!" And I remember he always make he always used to make me order way more than I could eat, so I could take it home with me for later. Mm. So he was like essentially like buying me groceries. Wow. There's yeah. no better Did motivator he... than moving back to Ohio. Like that motivates you. Out of... <laughs> I'll join the military before I do that. Like it's not happening. Damn, that's a great story about Ralphie, man. Dude, he was the best. It, it was it was the first time because like other than my great grandparents, who I wasn't that close with passing away, like my grandparents are still away. Like nobody I was really close to and cared about Damn, has died. Bro. So it sounds like you've had like this incredible interactions with headline like not just headliners but like legends yeah man. like D- dl lucky, man. ralphie may right mm-hmm. guys just basically looking out and like taking on so that has to mean mean one or a few things you know what i mean like either a like they they took a liking they saw something in you because i would imagine there's a few other like young kids but i don't think anyone on the nowhere near had the experience that you you've had no. You know what I mean? Like that shit is like reserved for a very small class of you know, a, a group of people. Well, there and has like, to be some sort of intersection because it's like you can have the exposure, but if you mm-hmm. don't have the talent, right? You know, if you know, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, you no, get of it. Yeah, yeah, I could have bombed at DLs and show and him like, oh, right. that was cool, and then just <laughs> never spoke to him ever again. Yeah. And I saw him like this past Monday at the Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. two Mondays ago. DL? Yeah. And what, did for he the first time for the first time, time since here's, here's the thing I haven't seen him in person since then because he's constantly gone of course we just, of course totally yeah. different schedules and he saw me and he was like oh shit so no like, way what was, I don't what, look anything the same yeah, either but he was like course. wow Matt like how have you been asked how my grandpa was like amazing it, great dude I mean we, we like kept in touch a little bit yeah like, but not like texting seen, and yeah. stuff like that but yeah like I mean was he like blown up did he know about your like your credits and yeah like, yeah he was like man I'm so proud of you like I never I never knew it was gonna lead to this like it's crazy to see you like out here now it was it was it was kind of surreal, man. I wanted to cry. <laughs> really, I mean, dude, that's like that was the moment that shit got shit started. And it was crazy because like it, it was a it was a big ass show. It was DL Earthquake, Tommy Davidson. And oh, Craig it, Robinson. it was a charity show. Yeah, Tommy yeah, and friends. Yeah. I saw that. And Twitter, Jeremy yeah. Piven and like I, I uh, DL gets there. And, like I'm talking to to Tommy and I'm talking to Jeremy Piven and shit like that. And he was like, "How the like you fucking know all these people now? Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, in yeah, here? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah, crazy." Yeah. Uh, he 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 was. Oh, Bill Bellamy was there. Bill Bellamy is uh, another good mentor. He was a great dude. Uh, he was there as well, man. It's just, it's really cool sure to be in like, like in that company, man. I'm sure he was like super proud because I mean, there's nothing more rewarding, like, right? Rewarding for successful people than oh, yeah. uh, because create successful people. Well, and, and like honestly, man, and like Matt's like you know people who are listening probably haven't met, but he's a good dude, man. Like. After everything you've heard, that's thank you, man. No, nah, I mean it's genuine. Like I, every our, since we've like been interacting, I didn't know you, but you've been nothing but like super nice and like uh, like thoughtful. Like you know what I mean? Like like not trying to like you've been you've been very uh, easy to work with, man. To straight up, thank and so you. like uh, and that's like you don't really meet people like that every day in in comedy, especially like with the with the stuff you've already accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like you have every reason to have a big head. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have every right. Not right, but, like, it would make were, sense. If you were to be an asshole, mm. you're like, well, you know, look look what mm. happened since he was 15. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. He was fucking with, he was, like, D, he was like tweeting DL at age 15 and getting whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. You can make a case for that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But instead, you're here, you're, 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 you're like, you're grounded as fuck. You're doing these late night podcasts, <laughs> one thirty after having a long ass day of going to museums and shit. I saw so many fucking museums, He passed man. up on a bottle girl tonight to do this. <laughs> That's so, dedication. You know? I'm going to ruin the tissue box in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> my house cleaner's going to come in and be like, oh, are uh, you sick? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man. But that's dope, man. It's 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 it definitely there is something to say when people like great people gravitate towards someone. You know what I mean? That this is they see something in you. Yeah, I'd like to think it's not just a crazy coincidence. Right. I hope. Right. I mean, shit's been playing out. You know. It's 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 one of those things where you're living and you don't think about it. But then, like we talk about it in a moment like this, where I'm like, oh, well, oh yeah, that is fucking nuts. Well, I would imagine if you think about it a lot, this shit will get to your, it could get either A, it could get to your head, or yeah. B, you're like, what the fuck's going, like, you either you either become DJ Khaled, where it's like, I'm so blessed, man. Yeah, I'm so blessed. Yeah, yeah, or you yeah, become an yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, I think, especially when it comes to stand-up, it's just better to keep your head down and just Absolutely. like keep grinding. Just do your thing. And just don't even like really. Especially in a in a, in a business where you, you are reliant on a, on a lot of other people. Like you can create your own material, but you can't always create your own opportunities. Like like me being here, for example, mm-hmm. like if you didn't take a chance fucking with me, like yeah. this whole weekend wouldn't have happened. Right. Like it's awesome. So like you, you, you absolutely should just be fucking nice to people, which is a, a, a common rule of being a human being. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Just like go about your business. And there were, and, and, and to be, and you know, without, you know, dropping any, any crazy, but there was people throwing shade mm-hmm. on, on you coming out. And I'm like, you know, honestly, man, like I, I give everyone a fair shot at, at, at performing in terms of like, if I've never, if that person's never done anything to me, why would I like block an opportunity for someone else? You know what I mean? And I think, uh, I think in this business, like you got to give everyone a fair shot. And like, I think like you're on the path to doing some, like you're already killing it, but I think you're, you're, you're still cooking. Like, you know what I mean? You're still like, and people got to give opportunities to grow. Like, yo, you only grow when you start to take chance. Like you travel, hit the different cities. Yeah. And you're doing that, man. And it's That's fucking, it's great to be able to witness, like, what you're, dog, you went on stage after, so, I've never seen you do stand-up. So this is, like, some backstory shit. Mm-hmm. i never seen you do stand-up. I had, I had to make a couple calls or a text, I, you know, I texted a couple, uh-huh. Jason Collins. You know, I, like, Did I, you text I, Jason about I text me? Jason. That's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, I needed to know. Oh, I get it. A hundred percent, I much, get dog, it. Yeah. I, like, I had to, like, make some calls and, like, you know, people who, who, who've seen you. And everyone's like, yeah, man, that's a good dude. He'll do. He's gonna do fine. Like he's not. You know, he's not gonna be a liability on a show. That's Aww. really what I wanted to like. Yeah. Know. Like, yeah. is he gonna like? And then I was like, and then, so we, you know, you're on the show, and I'm like, where do I put you on this line? Because for those listening, they know everyone on this lineup was Parasat. Is like Parasache, Lafayette Wright, mm-hmm. um, who's been featuring for Andrew Schultz, who you you've got to yeah, see. Beast. Kason Wilson, and they're all they're like killers. And I'm like, damn, do I, do I put? One of the dilemmas I had, like, do I put you after Lafayette? Like, because Lafayette has a reputation for burying headliners that travel from New York to here. Like, that's his right. And and he takes pride in it. You know what I mean? As he should. He loves, like, burying the guy with credits. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Because, you know. Be undeniable, man. Exactly. And so I was like, man, you know. So what we did was, like, I gave my homie Benji a a guest spot. Uh, So I opened it up. Benji did the guest spot. Matt went up after. And Benji fucking murdered it. Right for a Crushed. guest spot, especially yeah. I was like murdered it. So the place is going nuts, and then Matt went after Benji, and he fuck after Benji's like 
great set, like murder set, like place going nuts. And then like Matt gets on stage and he's like so calm and collect. He like took his time, didn't go and rush into a joke. He like really just like owned the moment and just went into like this this long. He did a he did a twenty five minute set and from beginning to end had Fuck, the place I went over my time. You definitely went over. Oh your time. damn it, my but, bad. No, no, but but I will say at the twenty minute mark, you were rocking so hard. And even Lafayette, like, he was waiting by the side to go up, and he's like looking at me, and he's like, "Oh, he's running the light, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's running the light," and he's like, "Oh, okay." But he, Lafayette didn't realize that, probably didn't even know that you flew in that day to be on this show. Oh man, I was. People so don't. Tired. Like, people don't. A lot of people didn't know, like, like you flew out to do the show, so it's like, yeah, dog, let him do. Tw-. Like for me, I'm like, do 25. You. Well, fucking- that was an accident. I, I yeah. would, I would never like defiantly just. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. That no, shit. no, and I didn't. And trust me, if it was like an issue, I'd have been like, I would have flashed the shit mm-hmm. out of you. But it wasn't like I was like. A, you're rocking, and two, I'm like, dude, there's like mad people here to see you just rock out, and you were rocking out, and it was like, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Lafayette, Lafayette, hours, yeah, Lafayette <laughs> followed you, fucking did his thing. Mm-hmm. Paris Sachet followed Lafayette, did her thing. Kason goes up, fucking starts rocking the, the, the ticket to a whole nother. The show, like start to finish, was such a good fucking show. Like, if I was in that crowd, I would have been happy with the entire experience. Yeah, man. There was sh- no like lulls in the show where I was like. Yeah, that comic was like okay. Like I, yeah. I felt like everyone was like nonstop. They laughing. they brought the shit. Yeah, everyone brought their A game, and uh, yeah, dog, you are now a part of the Overachievers family now. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got the. <laughs> <laughs> That's DJ Bo stamp of approval. The Jamaican horns. Yeah, man. yeah. DJ Bo's like when he likes someone, he just does. <laughs> Dude, he he's great by the way, man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a great addition he hit, to the he, show. Yeah, for he hits you with the d- 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 damn son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say when he said that? It was, I don't know, it was something yeah. about somebody in the audience. Yeah, man. So you're traveling now. You're doing shows. Traveling, man. What's I, next, dog? What do you what do you what do you got cooking next? Um, I'm in Charlotte next weekend. Uh, with the, uh, with Chris Red at Chris the Comedy Red. Zone. Chris Red. I don't know beast. how quick does you, do you usually put these out. By the way, these, this will be out probably by like tomorrow. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, tomorrow or like yeah, Sunday. God, Wait. you hustle this shit, man. For dog, real. you know, honestly, I'm I'm in a zone right now where I'm like. I'm like I'm 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 I know what I want. I'm I'm getting it and uh, like I bought business cards this week to pass. Here's the thing, we were talking about like where you're at and you like just keep your head down like opening for Andrew Schultz. I've been trying to open for Andrew Schultz for two I've been emailing Andrew Schultz for the past 2 3 years to do my sh- like to do <laughs> overachiever show yeah. and it just never worked out like just timing and money like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened he was coming to DC Improv and they thought of me and I got to open. And so I'm in the gr- like I'm actually living my like Andrew Schultz has been the guy I've been trying to open up for years. So mm. it, it took me however long to get to this position. But it goes back to, like, your situation of, like, just shit just lining up. And, yeah, dog, I just keep my head down. I'm just like, yo, just live this shit one day, one day at a time. I can't believe this shit's happening. Dude, he, he has been a beast all weekend. This is my first time actually seeing him live. Live, yeah. And he has not only been selling out the shows, yeah. but been crushing in the keep in mind, time. he just dropped his new album, which is number one on, like, you Nuts. Know, yeah. Self-produced. So it's like... He has a number one album, so that meaning he just dropped his hour. Yeah. So what we're seeing is like his new material. Isn't that nuts? That's, that's nuts. what a lot of people don't realize about like when a comic has an hour material. Like, oh, you're ready to drop the hour. It's like, yeah. then what? You yeah. gonna repeat that hour on yeah, the road? Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah, can yeah. do that. People do do that, yeah, but it's like, that, yeah. you should really push yourself to have like at least another thirty minutes ready. If you're gonna but do it was that. so cool to see his. He has an audience, and like they fuck with him so hard, where like he'll just like riff for like ten, fifteen, mm-hmm. and like try to find the find the bit you know in the, in the riff and they have the confidence and love for him like they'll give him that time yeah. and space to be like I know he's gonna come up with something funny I know he will and he does he does he always yeah and he's a good guy man good guy yeah. what he's been doing on Twitter and YouTube and stuff lately was has been his like 52 weeks of stand up where he drops a new mm-hmm. at least a new minute of stand up every single day every every week 
And that inspired me to start putting stuff back up online. I'm like, I, I, I dealt with the whole people wanting to steal shit and me not having any good links up there. And I was like, you know what? It, it forces you to write. It forces you to put out new material. And it gets the word out about you. Like, if, yeah. if certain, like, say, Comedy Central doesn't fuck with you and a comedy network isn't wanting to distribute your shit, do it yourself. We do live in the age of where social media is everybody's life, man. Yeah. You are totally accessible at all times. People can find your work whenever they want. So yeah. like, why not have it out there and push? Yeah, dog, I think it's just a matter of time before you... I mean, you're already on the road. You're featuring for Chris Red mm-hmm. next week. Who's a beast? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... I like this. I like the fact that you op- like you work with like dope-ass comics. Like You don't yeah. work with some like bust, like, like old, like just comics who are just like bigger names, but they're not like about... Chris Red is a beast. Dude, he is an animal, man. I, I, I knew he's him. He's on SNL right now. Yeah, Kill, killing yeah. it. Newest member this year. Uh, killing SNL. I, I've known him since he moved to LA from Chicago, and like the LA, uh, sorry, the Chicago comedy scene is like they put out hitters, man. Yeah. Like everybody comes from Chicago. Lil Rel is a beast. Yeah. Like everyone from Chris Red back to like Chris Farley. Like yeah. Beast come from yeah. Chicago. Something about Chicago, man. Yeah. He he he's been an animal. Chicago people laugh. I imagine so. Dude, <laughs> right. <laughs> They uh, they're, they're beasts, man. D Ray's from there, Lil Rel's from there. Like all, all these guys are great comics, and I, I really only want to surround myself with great people because like, that's who you're gonna learn from. It's like yeah. what we were talking about earlier off off air, being yeah. like you know who who you're around is what who you can transform into. And it's like if I'm if I'm gonna transform into somebody, I'd like it to be somebody who's a beast to stand up. Yeah, and, and and these guys are are the best of the best of what they do, and I, I'm at a point in my life and career where it's like I I just want to learn and Word. I just want to take notes and to figure it out, and those are the best teachers for it. Yeah, dog. I mean, you're doing fucking this this whole trip's been amazing. You got to do what do you think about DC? You got to do Big Hunt tonight. Dude, what do you think about the DC comedy scene? Uh, the DC comedy scene is awesome, man. A- LA can be really, really hard to get stage time, but you guys seem like you guys have you guys have like four legitimate places to get like actual good quality comedy mm-hmm. stage time. Uh, yeah. The Improv. Uh, Andrew was nice enough to give me a guest spot tonight. I had such a fun time there. I love yeah, the club. Yeah, yeah. I love the layout. The crowd was awesome. Yeah. Um, and the draft house for Overachievers was amazing. Uh, that especially sold out. Like yeah. that, that that showroom was. Rocking, rocking, and then we did. Uh, what was the one we did tonight? The uh, big hunt, uh, big hunt, big hunt Late was super show. cool. That was very New York. It's like an underground bar. Yeah. Uh, they like Christmas lights is the lighting down there. <laughs> it's very seancey down there. Um, but it, I had a great time. The, the crowd was super uh, fun and very like just open to wanting to hear good comedy. Yeah. And uh, what's the fourth one here? It's uh the fourth one we have the the comedy loft. Uh, that I don't think comedy loft. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to go yeah, there, now, to but I mean, I've heard good things. Yeah, no, I mean the, the the scene is right. There is a lot of stage time, and the level like like comics out here they they they're they're hitters, man. Like Lafayette, Paris, Quezon. Yeah, I think out of like I probably seen like watched twelve comics this yeah, weekend. Yeah. No, at, no, twelve to fifteen probably. I've seen maybe one comic like yeah. ma- one or two comics be like, eh. Yeah. But everyone else, I was like, it's mm-hmm. funny shit. It's yeah. funny, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this. Uh, I mean, it's like the next Chicago as far as like putting out good stand-ups, man. Yeah, dog. The DC scene is uh, it's popping right now, and uh, I'm gl- I'm just glad you got a chance to come out here, and we got a chance to like work together because uh, yeah, man. If you didn't if you didn't take that trip, man, I would have never we we would have never really uh, worked with each other. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm super glad we did, and this is not me saying nice shit to you because you said nice shit to me. I don't owe you anything. I know D.L. Hughley. <laughs> I don't have to say nice shit yeah, about yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> This trip out here has been fucking awesome. Like, 
as a comic, you've been ripping. Uh, as a friend, you've been super, My super man. nice and super hospitable. And as a promoter, you 100% delivered on everything that you promised. Oh, thanks, So, uh, it, uh, as you uh, said, it's not a lot of people out there like that. Well, I appreciate you doing this fucking podcast. It's Dude, two. Anytime, I think it's two man. in the morning right now. It so, is uh, two thirty in the yeah, morning. I think uh, I have a missed call from a four four three number. Where is that? Is Baltimore. That oh Baltimore. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Nah, stay away from that. You'll get some. Uh, <sighs> you'll, get, you'll catch something. <laughs> a bullet, maybe. Yeah, catch a bullet. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, thank you again, Matt. Thank you, Phil. Um, Phil, I forgot you were here, man. That's I need our, you to talk no. a lot more. That's bro. our episode, that's episode hard. seven. <laughs> If you rock with the podcast, let your friends know. If you don't rock with the podcast, let the streets know. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen. Like the Simmons whipping pastry Cruising down A Street Off white Lexus Driving so slow But BK is from Texas Me, I'm out that bed stop Home of that boy Biggie Now I live on Billboard And I brought my boys with me Say what up to Tata Still sipping my top Sitting courtside Nicks and Nets give me high five Nigga, I be spiked out I could trip a referee Tell by my attitude That I most definitely from How you lean on it, eat me some 501 jeans on it, roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers, and smoke them hoes down to they stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray, you know what? It's like I'm 17 again, peach fuzz on my face, looking on the case, trying to find a hella taste. Oh my god, I'm on the chase, Chevy, it's getting kind of heavy, irrelevant, selling it, dipping away, time keeps slipping away, zipping the safe, flipping for pay, tipping like I'm dripping in paint, up front, four points like a Leafa put the wheat in so the jar. Hey. So what we smoke weed? We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what we go out? That's how it's supposed to be. Living young. We got it. 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 We Girl, I can't be your man. You're probably hoping never would end. Like, is it the real thing? Or is it just a one night stand? Well, then, let me see you get high and go low. Now, girl, won't you drop that thing down to the flow? I'm here for one night, half fuck where you go. I wanna see you.
got me running like I'm Flojo. Signs a name on my heart with an XO. Love so sweet, got me vexed though. I wanna wish it right back like presto, yes. Meantime, I'll wait for the next time. She come around for a toast to the best time. We had a well back and forth on the text line. She got me fishing for a love, I confess I'm. Something about a smile and a combo. Got me high and I ain't coming down, yo. My heart's pumping out louder than electro. She got me feeling like Mr. Roboto.
Jump back to my feet 
Checking a new hit me, get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Bad, moonwalking. And this here is our party. My posse's been on Broadway, and we did it all way. Chrome music. I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And yeah, I'm on. Let that stage light go and shine on down. Got that Bob Barker suit game and plinko in my style. Money, stay on my craft and stick around. Pounds, but I do that 
to pass the torch and put on for my town. Trust me, on my I N D E P E N D E N T shit hustling, chasing dreams since I was 14 with the four track busting halfway across that city with the back 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 question labels out here and now they can't tell me nothing. We give that to the people, spread it across the country. Labels out here and now they can't tell me nothing. We give it to the people, spread it across the country. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling can't hold us. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling can't hold us. Now, can I kick it? Thank you. Yeah, I'm so damn grateful. Really wanna go fronts, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. Y'all can't stop me. Go hard like I got an eight away in my heartbeat. And I'm eating at the beat like it gave a little speed to a great white shark on shark. We you take the clothes off my back and I let you. You'd steal the food right out my mouth and I'd watch you eat it. I still don't know why. So cold. One day you're here, one day you're there, one day you care. You're so unfair. Sipping from your cup till it runneth over. Uh uh, holy grail. Uh, Blue told me remind you niggas. Uh, fuck that shit y'all talking about. I'm the nigga. Uh, caught up in all these lights and cameras. Uh, but look what that shit did to Hammer. Uh. God damn it, I like it. Bright lights is enticing. But look what it did to Tyson. All that money in one night, 30 mil for one fight. As soon as all that money blows, all the pigeons take flight. Fuck the fame, keep chicken on me. What I do, I took her back. Fool me twice, that's my bad. I can even blame her for that. Nothing makes me want to murder. Mama, please just get my bail. I know nobody to blame. Kirk Cobain did it to myself. Uh. And we all just entertain us.
I'm getting so cold. I ain't waited this hard since I was 18. Apologize if I say anything I don't mean. Like, what's up with your best friend? We get all have some fun, believe me. And what's up with these loonies? And why they think it all comes so easy? Forget it while you here, boy. Cause all that hype don't feel the same next year, boy. Yeah. And I'll be right here in my spot with a little more cash than I already got. Tripping off you cause you had your shot. With my skin tan and my hair long. With my fans who've been so patient. Me and 40 back to work, but we still smell like a vacation. Hate the rumors, hate the bullshit, hate these fucking allegations. I'm just feeling like the throne is for the taking. Watch me take All it. I care about is money in the city that I'm from. I'ma sip until I feel it. I'ma sip it till it's done. I don't really give a fuck in my excuses that I'm young. And I'm only getting older. Somebody should Should've told you I'm on one, yeah. Go get 'em on one, yeah. I said I'm on one. Go get 'em on one. Two white cups that I got that drink. Could be purple or could be pink, depending on how you mix that shit. Money to be got, never get that shit 'cause I'm on one. I said go get 'em on one. Huh. I'm burning purple flowers, it's burning my chest I bury the most cash and burning the rest Walking on the clouds, suspended in the air The ones beneath me recognize the red bottoms I wear In the belt, move the kids to the heels Bend shorty on the sink, do it for the thrill Kiss you on your neck and tell you everything is great Even though I'm out on barn and might be facing eight Still running with the same bitch to the death of me Ever seen a million cash, gotta count it carefully Ever made love to the woman of your dreams In a room full of money out in London as she screams huh. Baby, I could take it there Call Mark Jacobs personally to make a pair So yeah We on one, the feeling ain't fair And it's double MG until I get the chill All I care about chill. is money in the city that I'm from I'ma sip until I feel it, I'ma sip until it's done I don't really give a fuck in my excuses that I'm young And I'm only getting older, somebody should have told you I'm on one, yeah 